Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Press, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Mm. Cash, for the new people, first time joining us, even though we've been doing this for a while. Can you please tell them who we are and what we do? We Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, and we talk about Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar. That's what we. That's a little bit about what we about, people. You know, I'm just joking. But that's what the show is all about today. We talk about music, sports, culture, entertainment each and every week. This is episode 161. We give interviews to underground artists, mainstream artists, whoever will come on in music that we actually like. And then we also have people from all walks of life that are doing dope shit in life, whether it be entrepreneurship, whether it be motivational speaking, so on and so forth. So that's a little bit about what we do, but what we can hang what you can hang your hat on is music and sports each and every week. So that's a little bit about us, man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, so, Cash, this episode, man, uh, we're going to do a different type of format. Anything that came out this week, don't worry. We'll catch up on next week. It will have a, we'll have a proper breakdown of all those albums. But this uh, but this week, it's Kendrick on. Show for show, man. Kendrick only, man. Kendrick only. So we think that uh, some of these artists warrant a full album breakdown. We were just like really catering to you guys, trying to give you quick 15-minute episodes in and out, catering to the people that are not like us. That's not the crowd we want to cater to. We want to cater to the crowd that want to hear in-depth breakdowns. Now, this won't be every week, but for the guys like Kendrick, the guys like Cole, you know, the guys that really move the needle push the guys that really move the needle in the industry as far as the music that we enjoy we want to give them their just due and really give you know a solid breakdown track by track you know and we'll see how this goes along so we also do this with our only the classic series that we we will be revamping pretty soon so hopefully this is a good experience for you guys we will you know we won't belabor the point but you know it's a work in progress so y'all let us know what y'all think about the new format all right cash so I got N95, uh, maybe the Die Hard, the Rich Spirit, and then Purple Hearts. Those for sure. I got N95, Die Hard, Father Time, Rich Interlude, Rich Spirit, and Purple Hearts. Those are make. Those will make my blueprint to one album. The Rich Interlude. Yeah, that's the interlude. Off the first one. I was naming the songs, but yeah, I could go with the Rich Interlude going into that one. But yeah. All right. I was going to the second disc, man. I could tell you one thing. Count Me Out changed up the vibe immediately for me on here. Right? And it was a good little switch. Already sounded more upbeat. Should have. I Cash and pointed me out plenty of times like when that Drake had that uh, and I did the shuffle and I listened at the songs out of order and then it was like, no, you got to listen to it in order. But I was like, I did something. So I wish I had hit shuffle or started on the backside of this uh, or even on like the Yo Gotti. I started on the wrong disc, right? I started on the other disc first and then came to that. So I wish I had did that yeah. on this one or I wish I had did it like a. You know, find a song that I know I would probably like. Man, I seen Kodak Black game name on there. I should wish I went to that song first, but I didn't. So, kind of drawing out a little bit the therapy session that this album is a little bit for me, man. Uh, some gems on there. Like I said, those four songs I really like. Those four songs that I named earlier, but uh, 
all the other ones, man, kind of, yeah. So right now I'm about 50-50 on this album at this point. And, and the thing to the, the therapy narrative and, and just Kendrick really being very vulnerable in this entire project, Count Me Out, again, is one of those songs that you can, it has multi-purpose. You can play it in the gym. You can play it on a car ride. You can play it while you're working at your desk or while you're cleaning up around your house, you know, as background fodder. But, um, you know, I, I like the transitions in the beat, too, as well, where it kind of went to the, um, like, the little choir feel, like, very early into it. You know what I mean? You know I'm a sucker for that type of stuff once when it's done right in terms of just putting that churchy feel into certain songs when they need it. And, you know, count me out. Good message. I love when they count me out. Who doesn't love to show people that, you know, they can come through, you know, even when, you know, the, the worst of times is facing them. You know what I'm saying? That they could come back and still shine bright on whatever feel. So I think this song is easy, easily relatable to anybody that listens to it. And again, when you're diving into this type of subject matter, it has to be good music. You can do it. You can do it. But if people aren't vibing to it, especially, you know, kind of how you're you're speaking to the album as a whole and in, in the narrative, and we'll kind of get to that narrative when we wrap it up, is it's a fair assessment that everybody is not going to want to stick around for such sets, such heavy subject matter um, in terms of what he's talking about, because he's still talking about what he's talking about in terms of sticking to the theme of the project, but just got to give spoon feed it and give it to people in doses with, with good, you know, rhythmic songs, you know what I'm saying? So this is a, a great start to, to volume two, in my opinion. So this would definitely make my blueprint two list that we've been referring to this entire time. So Y'all, y'all know about that Blueprint 2 list. If you listen to hip-hop, you know Blueprint 2 wasn't the best double disc album, but if you pieced it together, you can get one hell of, you can get one hell of an album. You can get yeah. one hell of an album. <laughs> so, all right, so that, that, that's the theme. That's the theme. That's why we keep bringing up Blueprint 2 just for those not that know. You know what I mean? To, but um, The fact that we keep you know, one line that's, that stuck out. A Blueprint 2, like, redive. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we might have to. We might have to to see ultimately what made our list like now, what will make our list now? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, but uh, one line that stuck out, please everybody but myself. How often do we do that? Like, as fathers, as the man of the house, not even talking about entertainment, like, you got to make sure everybody else in the house is happy before your own happiness. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we often know, man, when your tank is on E as a person, you you can't give, you can't give more than what, you know, you got to ground yourself to be able to give, you know what I mean? Like you can't run the well dry and you're not able to give to the people that are important to you, whether that's at work or at your job or whatever it may be. So that line, that line, very easy, simple line, but impactful, you know what I mean? Impactful. So count me out, dope song. So let's just move on to the next track, Crown. It brings us back down, more of this therapy shit. <laughs> Come, Come on, on, man. At this point, man, like I'm telling you, on my first listen, I'm like, man, I don't want to say this is gonna be right here, man. But it's it's got that Donda feel, you know what I mean? Just like I know some people are gonna hail this as the greatest thing ever. I, I get it, but like at this point, it just ain't ain't working for me all the way. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, 
and, and this <sighs> he's he's catering to my emo heart, friends. He's catering to my emo heart with this. I like crown. <laughs> like this is I'm not. Yo, man, I love I love Crown. I'm not sure. Go ahead, man. I'll let you finish. That was it. I was just like, at that point, <laughs> that I'm kind of tuning out of it, man. I'm like, I'm done with these songs, bro. I'm, 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 I'm like, you got to If you're gonna, if you're gonna give it to me, you got to give it to me in a different way. Like, you, which you have shown that you can do in these other songs. Like, uh, that's kind of the way I want. I want something I can still, like, you know, uh, like you saying, bop to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's this. Yo, all man. of them don't have it. It's, 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 it does. Man. You know what I really thought about? You are the father in father time that Kendrick no. is talking about. Man, come on, man. No emotions. Yeah, no you emotions. Like a, you just so un- tell me your favorite track off Untitled. Shit. Um, it's it's mostly more the up tempo joints on up on uh, the Untitled joint. Everything this man put out ain't a, ain't like great. I understand wow, it's not this as a, I get we're it. gonna get to, we're gonna get to it as a full breakdown. Like I'm saying, like go ahead. Yeah, I mean I get what you're saying. Everything is in mind blowing. Or wow. You tapping into this, but I'm just—I also know you, like you know what I mean. Like if we—if I was talking to somebody I don't know, I know that this ain't your bag. Like this—this this ain't your bag. Like getting way too introspective to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that ain't your bag. But I, I would beg to differ. I like this type of things. I mean, Kid Cudi done did this for years. You know what I mean? But it's a way. Yeah, I was about to, to go there. It. It's a way that they Kid do it. You know what I mean? Like you can still make it. <laughs> he talk about the. I'm not. He have songs that's downing, but it has such an upbeat tone to it that it, you can still kind of relate and still it kind of kills you out of that funk. It's not. Yeah, you singing with his pain when you down. You singing with his pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like Mary J, like Mary J. Blige. She made dope. Sh- like people, some of her best music, or people always want Mary J to be in pain because they say she makes some of her best music, the pain music. You know what I mean? Some people just have a gift to make pain music just really jam. Clearly, and this is the sentiment that I'm getting, you know, from you, and you correct me if I'm wrong, and I've seen it a lot. It's just like, this is too much, too much. And you may have to come back to it, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to truly appreciate it, um, you know, in, in the form that he's giving it to you. But Again, yeah, this I can agree that it's going in ebbs and flows for being objective, but I did enjoy Crown. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I rocked with it, man. Like, yeah, I rock with it. I mean, it's just, it ain't really rapping. It ain't really rapping on this one. So, so I mean, it's just a good song. Cash, luckily, you know, I ain't one of people just like, a, you know, cut this off. I ain't did that since uh, what I told you, Rick Ross. Like, I, I threw the... Uh, the original Port, the Port of, of Miami. Miami too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't feeling it at the time. You know what I mean? Got rid of that. Uh, I mean, big, big change though. Continue listening to that Rick Ross. Love some of his other albums. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I come back around these things. You know, and luckily I stayed with it because I'm getting to it's just a uh, next one, Silent Hill, featuring Kodak Black again. Third time we hearing Kodak on this album. A familiar this time theme. He's actually in the song. <laughs> And going off on here, this is my favorite song on the album. Uh, this should have been the single. This will be a single off the song. I can guarantee it. Uh, this would have solidified everything and had me going up here. I would have pushed all this other shit to the side if this was the first song I heard off. Yeah, so this is by far my favorite song on here. You know, pushing off like, ugh. Really? Oh, like. Push them this is like hood, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I, I like the hook. Uh, Kodak's on it once again. Uh, so he dresses some things like in the uh, in the studio with K Dot, fresh out the fed. So I'm guessing like we equate it back to the time. He may have just been there that one time he was uh, over in LA. I think that's didn't he get shot at over there in LA? Was that there in the same little studio sessions? Yeah, I'm not. Now you follow Kodak way more than me. I don't know when Kodak getting shot at or getting shot like. Bro, we mentioned. I know we mentioned him being shot. Like, I mean, I remember that. I just don't know all the other close calls and encounters. Like, the man got a lot going. That on. That was in L.A. though. No, 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 I'm saying that that happened in okay. L.A. That was like what? No, that was the one. Like, if he got, yeah, he got shot not too long ago. Like, within the last two months. Yeah. Two three months. So yeah. Sure, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, you know, as far as my take on on Silent Hill, man, I absolutely. I absolutely dislike the hook. Like that that was really bad. Like, ooh. Like uh, nah, nah. Like, hmm. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Not a fan. Not a fan of the hook. So once I didn't really like the hook, I kind of tuned the track out altogether. Like it kept getting to the hook, and I was like, I can't wait for this to be over with. Like, I don't care what he's saying in, in the song. This is one that definitely wouldn't make make my blueprint too. Yo, damn New York bias, man. Your New York bias. Not open to any other sound. I'm open man. to it. I'm open to it. I just like the man said, Get out you of funny here. dog, peekaboo. Can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two. I meditate on <laughs> peekaboo. <laughs> like, nah, bro. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. He said peekaboo. The Kodak came on that and said they, they don't fuck they don't fuck with me even if they could. Uh, yeah. This, this is pull out the stick, hit the bitch with the wood. Yeah, this is tough. Listen, Prez, I gotta be honest with you on this one. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel in as a whole, man. But maybe, maybe if I'm in the in the spot, I'm active, having a good time, got some liquor in me, it might be like a cool little song. But listening to it, in album mode, riding, listening to it, just you know, just chilling for context. I didn't need any of the context at all whatsoever. I'm skip. Skip, skip. Hey, you was listening to this album all the way through with riding. At this point, you probably already stopped call your psychiatrist like, hey, we need a session. I, I got some stuff <laughs> I can hold it back on. Hey, man. Look, I, I welcome the happy joints. I, I, I welcome them. Look, I've, I've, I've bigged up all of the, the ones that had a little bit more energy and, and less serious subject matter, but still approaching serious subjects. But this the Silent Hill one, okay, it's going to be a single. Probably not gonna be. I've I've not liked other Kendrick singles. Won't like this one if it ever becomes a single. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right. Next we got Savior Interlude. Okay. Emphasis on the interlude okay. again. We got the spoken word this time done by King. You know what I mean? Just Who like murk your boy Kodak? If we talking about yeah. comparisons, yeah. here we talking about interlude comparisons. Come on, let's get to the shits. <laughs> let's get to the shits. He, he went on for like two minutes over here. Of course he had Kodak. <laughs> he was he, he he cooked Kodak. Interlude, he cooked Kodak in the interlude, interlude battles. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't really interlude. We gotta make we gotta make it something, don't we? We always gotta do some stupid comparison. Who murked who? Who killed who? Who killed who on a verse? He was just like, man, just... Hey, I think Kendrick had to go over there. All right, that's enough, man. That's enough. Hey, man. I, <laughs> I don't need nothing else. I like, I like what Keem did on here, man. I I, I really do. Yeah. I'm not mad at Keem at all on this, man. 
I'm not mad at him at all on this, especially coming after that Silent Hill bullshit. Yeah. Trying to break to a Porsche. I'm good, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, King. Yeah. I know shit. All right, Kendrick really uh had him in his These bag. These words come from God. Never you you could never outwrap her. Yeah, yeah, right. Favorite King, like he can't. He can't. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was, nice. it was, it was, it was a nice. welcome addition. I didn't I didn't know Keem had that in him. Um, you know, I did like the uh the Kendrick assist. What's the song? Uh, that he came out on on his blue. Damn, I forget the name of his album. Again, I'm not the biggest King fan, but uh. The single that he came out with with Kendrick, and we probably saying the right thing. We saying spoken word, acapella rap, whatever the hell you want to call this, like little portion. It's a beat, it it's a beat behind kind of acapella, you know, like yeah. slam poetry type yeah. shit. Well, it's not acapella, yeah, I guess so, but it's still, but he's not, he's not. It's more spoken than it is. Yeah, he either way, either way. If we being petty, I think uh, Keem did his thing, and it's way better than Kodak's. All right, so um, we beat that down, man. We beat that down. <laughs> we beat that. We wasn't being petty. You being petty. Well, we, go that, we beat that down. Let's go to uh, Savior, the actual song featuring Baby Keem and Sam Du. So this one, Savior. Uh, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, hold up. Now he's. this is the stuff he mentioned in that earlier song. What I said, uh, the rich spirit. Mm-hmm. He's coming back to some of those same... Uh, topics and speaking on them and like where he's saying quit idolizing these people you know and he got a lot of lyrics that's going to be going right in there where he's saying like uh, we all too politically correct people are afraid to rap and stuff like this because they so politically correct don't don't want to put this line up in there because you're going to be scared that this going to come off this way to these people or something like this so and you're just rapping like so he ain't afraid to do that man I got a it's a lot of bars and everything. Get to okay, it. That's, that's what the people here for. That's what the people here. First one, go to. It. Go ahead. What you think? Oh first? no, uh, I was just gonna hit you with a few lines out of this song to where I was like, this definitely is a keeper. This definitely is a track that I came back to several times as I went back to the album. Like one of the first ones I have to listen to before I, I kind of move on to something else and listening to some whatever else I'm listening to at the time as I've kind of gone through listening to this project about four or five times now. Um, so. But the Kyrie and COVID line contemplating like... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going go to go to it. Go ahead. Let's, 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 get, to let's get to the right line. Here. He first talked about that. Bite their tongue and uh, rap lyrics. Scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, we kind of... <laughs> you scared to say different words and things now because you're scared it's going to be taken yeah, you the wrong see, way. Yeah, you're going to be looked at a certain way. Can you must joke about life, you know what I mean? Because they got to cut it short because... <laughs> Oh, what is this group gonna think? It's only certain companies are still just like being themselves. You know what I mean? Still doing it for the laughter and they ain't afraid to do that. Dave Chappelle, you know what I mean? But like, but it's only certain people that could get away. Everybody with, is missing their words a little. It's bit. only certain people that could get away yeah. with that type of stuff too. Ain't too many people like want to mess up the brand, so to speak. You know what I mean? So I get that. I get it. I get yeah. it. Then he addressed it a little bit further down up in that way we're talking about right now. Political correct is how you keep your opinion. Uh, people want to it's tight lip fuck fuck who dare to be different that's why you're getting a lot of the same stuff because it's cutting down all what you would say which was susceptible mm, interesting interesting i also like that he uh mentioned you know um like he's more pro they like when i'm more pro black but i'm more kodak black you know what i'm saying in terms of just yeah. super yeah. raw um 
and I, and I get that because how many of us, and I think everybody could resonate with this. When you go to work, you put on your work hat. You talk a certain way at work. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't even recognize you in your family. But everybody has that work. It's a, called professionalism. You know what I mean? You're trying to keep your job. For most people, you don't want to get fired. So you're trying to do a good job. You got to be professional to a certain extent. You know what I mean? But how you really feel about things in society and issues and whatnot have nothing to do with what you do. Now, when you take it to this space in terms of being like a, you know, a rapper or somebody that has a voice like a LeBron James in sports and stuff like that, it's far too often. Um, we even talked about it with, with Kaepernick. Remember the last couple of weeks we were talking about Kaepernick and how some of the players were like, I get where you're going, man. I want to support you, but bro, if I take this knee, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm feeding tons and tons of people and I, I can't lose that check with whatever may happen with my sponsors and everything I got going on. Does that make the person any less black or any less pro black? You know what I'm saying? Like, or shutting their mouth, you know? So it's kind of, it ain't always as simple as everybody let's fuck the system and go, you know what I mean? And go out here. Of course, we're, you know, better together as far as being united in the, in the cause versus just everybody looking out for self. But the, the holding the mirror up against society, press that's exactly what it is. I guess where we at? Mirror. We're going to get to that. Nice, nice little mention. That's going to come back around again, yeah. too. Hey, uh, and then the part that you was talking about just a second ago, uh, seen the Christian say the vaccine, the marker of the beast. Then he caught COVID and prayed for Pfizer for release. Yeah. <laughs> But the funny part of that came right after that when he said, then I caught COVID and started to question Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will I stay organic or hurt in, in this bed, bed for two, for two weeks. weeks? Yeah, man. <laughs> so I was like, and then Kyrie was, uh, I saw some clip of Kyrie trying to get super, y'all don't understand the deeper meaning, the, 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 the layers behind. I'm like, I don't think Kendrick was being super layered about this shit. That He said exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you in that bed rolling around, I don't know if you've gotten COVID, man. Well, I, I did feel like he was saying, like, uh, y'all holding these people in too high regard. You know what I mean? You do what's best yeah. for you. That's what he was saying with the Christian line. That's what he was saying again with the Kyrie. Like, hey, you're going to have these certain things, but situations you're going to be put in, you have to do what's best exactly, for you. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, people be like, man, you took that shot and you still got it. Motherfuckers be judging you for catching COVID, man. <laughs> like, it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. People was like, yeah, you caught that shit, Cash? And you took the shot of my knees? Hmm. 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 Look at you, catching COVID and taking the shot. I'm like, damn, dog. Like, ah, man, that, 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 that damn shot vaccine thing just gets yeah. on my nerves. Like, people act like they ain't been taking vaccines all their damn life. Now, this was the one where you like, ah, no more. But I like, I like, I like <laughs> with that simple line. It sparked all of this. Like, it's, it's funny to me now. You know what I mean? It wasn't funny going through COVID or catching that shit, uh, you know, for the, the two, three days that, you know, really sat me down. But, you know, it, it's good. It, it's good conversation. Also, uh, one of the other things, uh, one protest for you is 365. Yeah, one protest is 365 for me. For me. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. I think I, I addressed that. Like, if he got to be there, then he got to be at all of them. Like, that's kind of what he was right. saying. Like, if if he show up at one, he immediately becomes the face. It's all that he's gonna get asked about. So I kind of see that see see that little yeah. point. And he's at the point where he's saying now, like as you hear him throughout the album, you know, he's kind of trying to do for his family. You know what I mean? He 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 has that situation going on. Right, so, and the family uh, 
which is already hard right. enough. If the crib ain't know? right, if the home ain't and right. We're asking for him mm-hmm. to do more, do more, do more. And then he ends it with the cat out the bag. I'm not your savior. Y'all can do this without me. Yeah. I can support from the, like, pretty much, I don't know if it was this song, but pretty much he was saying he could support silently from the background, whether, it, like, there's many different ways you you can support. And sometimes these artists and these these athletes, and I think we said it before, they're, they're not the people that you want on the front lines. You want the more experienced people out there that actually are making headways. Do you have to find the right group that's making headways with anything that that's particularly in in your things that you care about as a citizen? Yes, you have to find them. You have to do your own research, just like with anything else that you're into. But you can let those ladies and gentlemen lead the pack. It don't necessarily got to be a Kendrick or LeBron or whatever. Some people will lead with wanting to learn that information and wanting to put that on their shoulders. And some people just don't. So, you know, I definitely rock with that. And then uh, kind of leads to the other line in there where he was like arguments about who's blacker. Like we have those arguments internally, you know what I mean? Um, with each other, like, Oh, you don't care about that shit, man. Got a question. Gotta question you. You know what I mean? Like it's just we always questioning each other. That's why you more. I could tell right now you more Drake than J Cole. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> and it's like the light skin, like you know, like it's all of the, the stupid stuff that internally we we do to each other just to be like to justify your blackness and how in tune you are with what's happening in society when everybody got their own way of dealing with shit. Sometimes people just. I'm trying to scrape by and just let it see a fucking other day and, and and not see what has happened on the news, not see a, a, a white man travel 200 miles out the way to go to a Buffalo, uh, you know, a, a, a black community, I mean, you know, in Buffalo to shoot shit up. And, and then, you know, all the things that kind of come after that, like people are so fed up with those type of things happening over and over and over again that, arguing about who's more invested in, in certain things that really doesn't solve anything either. So a lot, lot to unpack in, um, in savior, man. So, and it was, it was easily digestible too, as a song It's you know what I'm saying? It's easy to return to. So that what now we got three songs in a row, man. We had silent Hills, savior, interlude, savior. And then we come to auntie diaries, not a message, not a coping song. Liked it initial, like little once first listen. I don't need to keep going back to it. Has some some stuff up in there that I think is gonna live outside of this music. My auntie is a man now. Demetrius is Marianne now. Like <laughs> you're gonna see those that sing again later on in life. You know what I mean? Like when somebody's with oh Demetrius Marianne now. That's gonna that's probably gonna be a thing. You know what I mean? From now on out, from here on out. But I mean. Did I need anything else out of this song? No. Okay. Again, um, this is another standout in terms of the entire project because I'm not sure I've seen any artists on this level. It may be somebody that has addressed this type of topic in this type of way or been this vulnerable to really put out family business like this because I don't know. Have you heard a song like Auntie Diaries? Didn't Jay-Z put out that his mom was like, that was a big step. Yeah, I thought yeah. Four for four, what you compared it to yeah. earlier. So I thought that's you right. the way you were saying You're right. That. You're right. Damn, now it makes me have to walk back my point here. So, yeah, 
You you absolutely you absolutely right on that. Um, but of this was that was a verse. I believe Jay did it in a verse, right? He did it in a verse on a song, and this was like for you know more in depth or whatever, breaking it down. So I mean, blow your mind. I mean, Fifty said it too. Back that when Mama kissing a girl, yeah, right. That's what he said. Hated to love yep. it. Yep. Hated to love it. It opened yeah. it on. I hated to love it. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't get rich or die trying. Whatever song that album that was. On. Hated to love it off Games album, first album, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's been times it's been done before, but this this time I think it was like really in depth. I'll say that the difference between yeah. between uh, the three songs we mentioned one was a line, one was a verse, and then now now we're into song mode on this um, again. These 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 type of songs. The evolution of the rap. Yeah, these type of songs. Prayers to your point. It's not that they're not good. It's just that the re the replay value of them. They'll be played a lot. This is this song is bigger than just an album. You know what I'm saying? Like an album cut. Like this would be utilized to have discussion points. You know what I'm saying? On in various different um, settings or whatever. Um, I know there's been like some some stuff in the background. Uh, with the LGBTQ community in terms of just some of the terms he utilized in the song. But I think it's bigger than that as far as the message. You know what I mean? I haven't like really... He addressed that. Re- yeah, I haven't really researched it um, as far as what... No, because he addressed it at the oh, end. okay. Uh, uh, at the end of this song when he's saying like, uh, you know, what we would usually say back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, growing yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. elementary and everything, like, hey, everything wasn't this... Hey, it wasn't this way. What things were said, didn't really think nothing of it. I mean, it's just coming, coming talk during that time frame. Uh, so, you know, other word for it to call the people uh, uh, gay on. You know what I mean? And that was it. And he said the word several times, and then came out there and said, like, well, you can say that if we could, if you let that white girl say, yeah, the N word. Yeah, that up at the end. So yeah, it was, yeah. Like I said, man, it's a lot to unpack. Trans transgender community is like a, it's a lot. In, in that song or whatever. So as far as my personal listening pleasure, and yes, I like I like the song. I think it's phenomenal in terms of him being brave enough to, to approach that subject and really just shed light on all that kind of, how it happens in all of our families. You know what I mean? You, you love who you love in terms of whoever's in your family, whether it's your kid, whether, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of artists, a lot of athletes, just on the stage have to go through that. And we also all have to go through having a family member who is ostracized for being gay or transgender and all that stuff. So I think that uh, for him to let us in on his life was just, was cool for people that are going through it or whatever. So I I highly enjoyed the track and how he kind of navigated that space diligently, but also making an impact. And, And that's really what you want from an artist at the end of the day is to, give you their truth, their pain, their experiences, and, you know, you take it for what it's worth. But I also feel your point too, Prez, is that in the context of an entire album and what I'm going to revisit, this song is going to stand out, but it's not going to be something that I'm going to stand out. It's going to stand out in terms of me returning to it. You know, so those are two different things, man. So I feel you where you're coming from, bro. I feel you where you're coming from. Okay. Then we got Mr. Morale. <clears throat> Another single potential, I think, with this one, man, like with uh, Tim Early on floating on there. Uh, in the song, in the song, another name comes up again. Another name comes up again, Cash. 
O.R. Kelly. <laughs> Go ahead. T- take it away, man. I know you're going to get your R. Kelly takes off. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all I was going to say. Hey, it comes up again. I told you, like, we're here again. I think uh, somebody else likes this to his music, too. They ain't afraid to say it. It's not that we don't like O.R. Kelly music. It's just that replaying it at... at you know, it is just kind of odd to replay it still at the function, man. Like, if you turn it on at the function, go back to the crib in Alabama. I ain't turn it on at the function. I ain't turned it on. At the <laughs> All right, man. So you already know, man. Listen to it in secret, like Kendrick. Since since everybody's listening to our new R. Kelly or old R. Kelly, man. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Morale, man. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, as far as a you know a title track, um within the the volume two or the project as a whole, I, I rock with it again. This is probably one of the last joints in terms of, um, you know, truly being easily palatable for a listener like me. After that, the album really goes right back into deep mode, but that's, that's what you can expect in an album that's talking about some of the things that Kendrick is talking about. You got to expect the end to kind of really start, you know, really starting to hit get back, back home. home on really to really round up what what he's here for, what the mission was for as far as the project. So with that said, and I, and, and I think it, what you're saying, he's trying to wrap all what he done delivered in this album and then bring it to his conclusion. I think he, that's what he was doing on Mud Our Sober message. Uh, <clears throat> good message. Another, another, another stand. Definitely, it's another skip for me though. Uh, therapy session is, is ending this kind of wrapping up everything that he was kind of saying uh, I guess like you know hanging around with that cousin did his cousin touch you or whatever like no he didn't no, he, still to this day he didn't believe me but he said he recognized that she was going through some past trauma in her life you know what I mean so that's kind of how she was kind of going on this and everything so like uh, yeah and then how he ended it you know, the day I choose humanity over religion. You know what I mean? That's kind of like how he stood up to that preacher who was mm-hmm. trying to down the person or whatever. And then, yeah. And he stood up there and stood up for him. It's just like, man, why we can't, ain't supposed to love thy neighbor or whatever up there? So, like, I, I like how he kind of wrapped that up. Yeah, I like, um, I like this song a lot, man. Like, again, I, I totally get why you wouldn't come back from it. And that, that's all good. But if I'm really comparing this album and you know we always compare this album to his other albums or just like albums throughout the year and what's good um from a music standpoint it's hard you'd be hard pressed to say a lot of cats is really doing shit like mother i sober uh auntie diaries like those father time like those are just we cry even we cry and purple hearts like those those are some really, really, really deep songs, man. And not a lot of people could pull pull it off at this rate. You know what I mean? I paid attention to it because, again, just shedding light on things that happen in black and brown communities and just shit, anybody in general. Like, I won't even say just worldwide. Like, a lot of these these things happen. You know what I mean? And Mother I Sober or whatever. And I, you know, I haven't personally gone through this but I do know somebody that was very very close to me that did go through things like this to where they actually were raped you know what I'm saying or the uncle was touching them but nobody never asked 
You know what I mean? Everybody knew that uncle was a fun. They would wouldn't keep their kids around that uncle for too long because he get was into the funny business. You know what I'm saying? With doing shit or has done shit in the past, but still hangs around the family. Hasn't been outed in terms of you know anything like going to jail for it, but everybody knows that he or she has done some shit. You know what I'm saying? So I like that he continues to touch on these things, um, these these childhood traumas that makes him him. Why he's so such a recluse. Why he doesn't want to be out and about. Why he doesn't trust as much. It's letting me know a little bit more about why Kendrick is the way he is and why his music is so autobiographical in terms of, like you mentioned, Good Kid, Mad City from the very beginning up until now. Like, he's always telling these stories. Again, the story started off a lot more... Um, it, the stories were good. The stories were detailed, but it wasn't this shit. This this is stuff that you have to, like, grow up and be comfortable with talking about. You know what I mean? It just don't come out out of nowhere unless you're just one of those artists that wears your heart on your sleeve. But again, man, a lot of these songs are really speaking to who Kendrick really is and, and how he's, you know, kind of come about as, as a man growing up in this industry with all the fame. So Mother I Sober... Dope, dope, dope song for me. Okay. Yeah, dope. Good concept. Good, good, good delivery. It's not replayable. It's not constantly replayable. Okay. Last song, man. Uh, Mirror. Mirror, mirror. Uh, unfortunately, Cash, as we rounded off, I liked how you did it, but I don't tell you after the, about the third listen, this one right here would be one another one that would be just... It's taking off the list to me. I don't need to hear this nonstop. I don't need to be bringing down that at the end of the album. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not for me. I would I would rather <laughs> it ended two songs ago. Mm. That's interesting. That's so, interesting. Interesting. But at the end of this though, is he kind of leaning towards the, like he's gonna be leaving to be a better family man? Is that is that what's happening on this? I think so. I think so. Not even just a family man um running away from the culture. To follow his heart was one of the last times. So follow his heart could be in PG Lang. That can be family. That can be on how he runs his business on just doing whatever he wants to do, how he wants to do it. I think being this transparent and this vulnerable in this album is probably going to be a springboard for him to be a lot more vulnerable. Um, you know, I kind of liken him to Andre 3000 in a lot of ways, right? except for he puts out solo albums and not afraid to, but that's neither here nor there. Um, my point, my point is, is that with PG Lang and all the things that he has coming in store with day free and stuff like that, I think he will be more open to do the documentaries, more open to just try different artistic things, whether it's behind the scenes or in front of the scenes for the culture and not be too worried about things being perfect and just really putting it out there. So that's kind of what I got from it. You know, as far as mirror, I'm going to keep mirror on my blueprint two version of it all, man, because I think I need the, the yin and the yang to the bops. And I need the serious subject matter when it's done well, right? Some of the serious subject matter on here, I may not care for, and I spoke to those tracks, but the ones that are stellar and stand out and stand the test of time, those are the ones I have to keep in the rotation because I may not always want to listen to it, but there's going to be times where I want to hear those type of messages 
in my music. You know what I mean? I need, sometimes I need a little bit of the serious nature to kind of go with the ratchet shit that I listen to too. So this would be a good um, thing. And also, you know, ending this off, man, this, this album definitely made me go back to, to Pimp a Butterfly. Cause I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did the same thing. That's that. That's, that specific. Album. Yeah. That, that, that's the only thing I listened to besides as far as Kendrick was to Pimp a Butterfly because I'm like, yo, when you really step away from it, regardless of what we said for each track and how we felt about each track, these are two fucking really great bodies of work. You just have to be in that mode <laughs> to listen to it. Yeah. It, it, this is definitely, uh, you got to be in the mood. You got to be in the mood to listen to it. Um, and also, this is not me. This is not really flip flapping, not flip flopping in terms of, you know, we getting into the, the wrap up mode. Yeah. So we, you know, we done with breaking it down. Uh, so, you know, we just giving y'all final thoughts and we'll kind of get into some social media stuff that's happened that I want to talk to Prez about. So, but yeah, when you, when you really break it down, man, this is a, I mean, shit, you know, he won all types of awards for Dan. I think they're going to come in droves <laughs> for, for this one. Yeah. This is going to get the Grammy Awards. This is going to get all that. List. Do he get the BET Awards? I don't know. <laughs> the BET Awards? Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> what are you saying? The BET Awards just like, just rewards stupid shit? No, it's more, it's more of us just being real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, bro, that, that was a good album. You had a good album, but that wasn't, uh, that wasn't a jam, bro. Like, this this is, it's okay. All right. You know what I mean? So, like now he has he has what we gonna condense it down to. I think it's gonna be able to put out and you know, hey, this would have been a great album right here, but we gotta look at this thing as it is and it, it comes like this. This is how he fed it to us and that's how I'm gonna like digest. One it. final you know, time like, then, Press. On wax. Huh? On wax. Give me give me give me your songs that stay. All right. So if I'm making it here, it would be I like United in Grief. You know what I mean? I, just, I think that's a that, that did do the proper thing of setting up because it gave you the multiple style, multiple flows. So that would still stay there. Uh, N95. Die Hard. I would go with uh, mm, <laughs> Die Hard, maybe. Maybe. Rich uh, Interlude, Rich Spirit, uh, Purple Hearts, Count Me Out, Silent Hill, Savior Interlude, Savior, Mr. Morale, that's why I ended. All right. As for me, I got United in Grief as well. I mentioned it earlier. I might keep it off. But in the context of an album, I probably would have to keep that just to tell the story on whatever else is to come. N95, Take Off Worldwide Steppers, Keep Die Hard, Father Time, I'm Keeping, Rich Interlude, I'm Keeping, Rich Spirit, I'm, keep, I'm Keeping, We Cry Together, I'm Out. On that, Purple Hearts, I'm keeping. Count Me Out, I'm keeping. Crown, I'm out. Silent Hill, done. Savior Interlude, stays. Savior, stays. Auntie Diary, and the rest, stay. Auntie Diaries, Mr. Morale, Mother I Sober, and Mirror, they stay for me. So I, I clearly I clearly enjoyed, uh, I won't say clearly, yeah. but Volume 2, I, I enjoyed um, Volume 2. I smidge it, smidge it more. And it was about a mixture for me. Uh, I like I, I like certain songs on it. 
Now, conceptually, I consider this a great piece of work, great something to put out there. You got everybody listening. You got everybody talking about these subjects. That's what you're supposed to do as an artist, right? It's kind of kind of how, how I feel. Uh, so he, he's gotten that. We'll see where it ends up on my end of the year list. But <laughs> me personally, that'd be my personal takes on all this other music. These other albums were better. Hey, I, I understand what this is, the piece of art that it is, how it's going to stand within the time. But the other albums was that. And, and, and if he had dropped last year, like I said, when all the other competition had dropped, I would still say J. Cole is better than this. And, you know, we, we, we're going to do the comparison thing, right? We always, we do our lists. We always do that. Um, so to be fair, in my opinion, Cole and all these other guys, I compare them against their own catalog at this point because they've done the work. They've done the features. They've done the, the bodies of work as far as the albums to be in a class of their own. When we talk about how good this is. We're always, comp- oh, is it better than damn? Once you start doing that with artists, then you know that they've arrived, right? So as far as this, making it to my end of year or my mid-year thing, uh, I don't know. You know, right now it's way, way too soon. I just want to, I go with what I naturally listen to. And that's where my list always come for the end of year. It's not what's going to make me look the best. You know what I mean? Because you'll- Will this be your Lloyd Banks? Will it be my Lloyd Banks? Will I die on that hill? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> and then yeah, inside joke, Lloyd Banks stuck on my list last year, and uh, Press hated it. But you know, that that won't be the first time that we didn't agree on something. But uh, you know, back back to the point though. Uh, yeah, you know, this is gonna find its way on a lot of people's lists just off the simple fact that Kendrick dropped, so automatically he gets a slot regardless of whether they listen to it or not. And I, I, I don't like that. I hate when people do that. Like, just give me the shit that you enjoyed. Everybody's list should be relatively, like I probably say 50% the same. And give me the rest that you just enjoy, man. It don't always have to be what fits. If you're a rap head, what fits the, uh, the criteria. You know, so to speak, you don't, you don't gotta what get the masses think is the right with the masses I mean? thing. Like, yeah. yeah you, you gotta, yeah, yeah. So show your personality a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what you're saying. Yep. So, so overall, uh, uh, like you said, man, very, very, very great conceptual piece. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the conversations. I enjoyed reading everything on social media, uh, which we'll kind of get to some of the social media narratives here shortly. I enjoyed all of that. I enjoyed people waiting around for the album. I can't wait till it turns twelve o'clock. Like I ain't really see that. You know. I, <laughs> That that hey, let's get let's talk about that real quick. Cause I was one of those people that stayed up. Okay. And, and I I went to listen and I was tired that day. I don't know why I was fucking tired. Work work long, long day, right? And I stayed up and I think I was texting in our old group. Oh man, waiting for the album to drop. And I listened to United and Grief. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. So it's gonna be different. The N ninety five, okay, that's good. And then when I started getting to the worldwide stuff, by the time I made it to die hard and part of the time I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna check out uh, I don't do this when I'm actually awake. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> like, uh, this, this ain't the right moment, the right time. To exactly. This type of exactly. Exactly. So, um, I, w- I w- you know, I'm a couple hours ahead of you here in Germany. So I was fully awake. I waited till everybody, you know, 
went and did what they needed to do at school. I was off that day, you know, and I just sat back, fully awake, had my coffee, sat back in the recliner and let it rock out. So I received it a lot better the first time around. I was blown away with the concepts and things he was talking about and how freely and how in depth he was going into these things. Even the songs I didn't really enjoy as much. Those, they still had some value in some way, shape or form. So I like him being brave to talk about those different type of things. I know he's not the only one talking about this subject matter, but he is on, on the scale of artists that come out that's on his level. You know what I mean? It's good to see them doing that too, because then we get possibly more music like this, not exactly like this, but we get more music like this from some of the guys that are already dope at what they do in terms of that, that introspective shit and really kind of giving you some of them because those are some of my favorite artists. This is why Kendrick is one of my favorite artists. This is why Kendrick gets the respect where the the hip hop communities or shit, not even hip hop community, the pop community, everybody stops what they're doing to listen to the Kendrick project. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, he warrants that respect. So hats off to him on taking his time with this, really coming out with something dope. Uh, you know, we feel how we feel about, the songs individually, but that's just us really keeping it a buck and really and, being and, music and, 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 and a lot of that's us keeping it real with you. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, come on, man. Like, if we go on there and you playing this album, you're going to hit skip on these right here if you're riding with a bunch of people. You ain't about to be playing my auntie diaries. I'm like, bro, I want to hear this. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and it's, a, it's several of those songs up in there that's, that's like this. It's, you got to be in a totally different set. Ain't none of this going to get bumped on the car ride. Like a lot of it. Yeah. So salute to Kendrick, man. Salute to Kendrick on a successful yeah. run. Great, great project. Yeah, it was TDE. Great project. Yeah. So can't wait to see what I happens. I know y'all may get like the Mixler thing, but I really do uh, say this is a masterpiece. It was, it was good for what it is, but you know, I, I'm going to do what I'm allowed to do as a consumer. I'm going to break it down, put it on the playlist. <laughs> I like the song, take the songs out of it that I like. And move on. Yeah. Have nothing and, negative and it, to say no, it's not because really about it. Just like I understand what this is. I think you probably took like eleven. Eleven out of sixteen mm-hmm. rap songs. That's a high average. Eleven out of sixteen is a very high average. You know what I mean? So, you know, we all can't like the same things. But I wanted to get into some uh some of the social media narratives, Prez. And I want to get your thoughts. All right, what they say. <laughs> Why the fuck is Kodak? on this album so much with all of the subject matter that Kendrick has discussed on here. The person that Kodak is where the Kodak could be the guy to give away the, the Thanksgiving turkeys and next week you're fearing for his life or he's getting shot or he's saying something <laughs> ignorant like He's see, all see, over the see, place. These are people who are in hip hop, but not really in hip hop. Because I mean, if you can go back to, I think it was J Cole, what was it, Middle Child, or on that KOD album, like when he was talking about it, when he mentioned Kodak, like he was talking about all these little, the the new rappers coming up, and he was like these little rappers and stuff like this. He was thinking he was talking about Lil Pert, and then he mentioned something about Kodak. But when he said he can't, he, he approached Kodak. Kodak was Kodak. He who he who he is. He's real with it. You know what I mean? So on that portion, he just. Hey, accept him for who he is. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how it is. Like, hey, 
<laughs> if y'all not accept, y'all not comfortable with people just being honest, like they got to be to say the perfect type of speech every damn time. That's not going to happen. People go through moves and they go through all this other shit. But is that somebody you can trust? Is that somebody who makes good music? That's somebody who, uh, how they rap is how, how they actually like live life. Like what's, what's, what's wrong with that? I, I don't understand. It's because you don't like that music, but your artists like it and you can't accept that. Y'all, y'all more different than you think. Then <laughs> he put him on the album. He obviously respects him. He obviously respect the person that he is, and he respect. Uh, he has to respect him as the person that he is to put him on this album. After all the content that's on this album, three times. Come on, man. So get out of that fake perspective that you in that he mentioned so much within this damn album that you think you know somebody. Because you've seen him on a on a TV screen. Go out and shake that man's hand and see how you would feel about that person. In person. Meet him for yourself. Meet such as whoever it may be that you have your your own thoughts for. Have a conversation with that person. Uh, you know, given they don't super cross any lines that morally that you don't, you know, respect. Um, but Yeah, yeah. Ain't anybody trying to meet R. Kelly. <laughs> Last time. Four times R. R Kelly's come up <laughs> four fucking times. <laughs> but you was putting it in that context. I had to give that little yeah. thing. Like, ain't nobody trying to be him. Yeah, but, you know. Good ass songs. Like, like I said, man, I just think, uh, you know, Kodak being on it so much is just really shining that light on on Kodak in terms of like, yo, man, we all imperfect human beings. You know what I mean? And regardless of what I'm talking about, to me, how I, you know, the social media narrative that's shaping around while Kodak's on it. And it's a lot of other things that Kodak has done in terms of just things he was accused of and, and shit like that in the past, especially with, with stuff that has to do with my, um, uh, what was it? Um, Mother I Sober and Auntie Diaries and shit like that. It's just like some of the stuff that has come out of Coke, his mouth and just things he's been involved with in, in terms of cases. So that's just, people was just really peeling those layers back. And I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you can't even, I don't, I don't, I'm not into Kodak that much, so I don't really. I can't. Is everybody detectives now? Y'all cops? I, hey, I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not person mm. lifestyle. Y'all, y'all at his cookout? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. See y'all meet this person. Whatever. Enjoy the music. Next thing, he wasn't lyrical. <laughs> he there's no real songs on here where you were like, ah, damn, that boy rapping his ass off. Like, but he connected songs to songs. On that portion, I would give him a pass because he he would touch lightly on something in this song and then come back and go more in depth on it in a later song so on that portion he was showing direction and just you know him able to put craft an album that part should be accepted too a lot of people are can rap <laughs> we, we done had this uh what well, wouldn't need to say the royce lines uh but was he checking all the boxes he was checking off another box right here yeah. you know what i mean i know how to craft a artistic album yeah. Check mark. Yeah. So <laughs> can your most lyrical rapper can he do that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I think those were like the only two other things was just like a bunch of wild shit saying it's mid or, you know, just people arguing about, yo, if I say it's okay, yo, it's just okay to me. It's it's that's cool. Or and I have no the other the last thing I wanted to say is just people being like, yo, this is too much in what we the narrative that we kinda or or you and I acknowledge about this album, how such serious nature conversation, they, they ain't trying to hear all that. Right? Like, this ain't. Yeah, it's, it's, 
this is literally a therapy session on wax. So it's him going through it and the stuff that he's talking about to the point where I think he must like, she says, uh, call that Eckhart Tolan or whatever his name is, call him in a, in a thing. And then he has him speaking later on on the album after he mentioned them. Like, so I don't know if that's somebody he talked. I don't think the dude is a psychologist. I think he just writes books and, you know, thinks into that thing. I don't know if he's a psychologist per se, you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously somebody to touch on the more spiritual things and therapy and all this sort of things and power you empowering yourself. Like that's the type of person it is. So that's him going through that experiment and you're walking through with him. So he's basically giving you all these tools and without you having to spend the money, if you ever going through something like this, you can play this whole damn album all the way through and probably get the same damn information that he's getting and paying millions of dollars for. Look at that. The boy did you a solid. All right, man. So, yeah, I think. <laughs> Take it how you want to, man. Everything is not specifically crafted. He can't be something for everybody. And that's what he said. Every album is going to have a song or two that you don't like. Nothing. The stuff that I love, I can push off to another person. They hate it. Because you know what? They may be reggae. That's they that's they like. They don't care shit about rap. <laughs> As much as I love this, that person ain't gonna. Nah, I don't feel it. All right. <laughs> Final thoughts. Final thoughts on the project, man. Before we get out of here, man, wrap this up. Hey, man. Uh, like I said, like I, I think I just gave all my little pieces on that. Like this was like a therapy session on on wax form, and uh, if anybody going through something like this, like you can kind of listen at it or you know had these experiences through life. This may help you kind of cope and realize things that you didn't go through. Uh, as far as like artistic piece. Great, great. Uh, I mean, very few artists can able to get this stuff off uh, much as I, but I didn't like Dunda. You know what I mean? I don't like everything on this album. Those are artistic pieces of things that they put out there for these type. It helps you get through whatever the help you want to get through. Uh, you know, helping Kanye build his coat, helping uh, Kendrick step away, whatever. I take the songs I like from it, play it, move on. All right, my final thoughts, man, is, um, like I said, I always like a day in the life or, or a time period in life to kind of get an inside peek on where the artist is, man. And he absolutely delivered and then some when it comes to that and what I like to hear from artists. You know, yeah, give me all of the party anthems and the sh- just the rapping about something that's not very near and dear to your heart or me kind of feeling like I'm getting to know you as an artist. I, I enjoy that part about my favorite artists. That's what makes them my favorite artists is how they convey on wax. And nowadays in, in current times, how they present when they are, you know, out and about and how they carry themselves as a person, you know, outside of the music, you know, because that counts a little bit, but sticking to the music, this is really dope. I, I enjoy it. I can resonate what he's, you know, what he's talking about for the most part on here. Not everything that he's talking about I've been through, but I know somebody that has, been through it personally or, or, you know, some way, shape or form, these stories, they, you know, they, they resonate on a real level and they allow for more conversation. And as an artist, that's really all you can do is throw your, throw your thing out there, put it out into the world. Hopefully people, it helps people have these conversations that haven't had these conversations because Kendrick said it, that's your power that you, that's your superpower as an artist. Right. And you know, whatever comes from those conversations, hopefully it's positive and beneficial. So, like I said, hats off. I'm not taking my hat off, though. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, boy. Hats off to him. Hats off to him. You know, had to had to salute him. I wasn't gonna do it, Kendrick, but this is a phenomenal body of work. And uh, you know, so y'all, y'all make sure y'all check out Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers World Tour, because I will be going to it. Um, I think when it lands in Barclays and or maybe in Philly, I don't know. Still deciding on which one I want to go to, or maybe somewhere. I think they're going to DC too, I believe. Um, but no, I think it's Philly. So it'll be either Philly or New York. But I'm going to check it out, see what Kendrick working with, with the live show. It's been a while since I've been to his live show, but you and I both know he puts on a hell of a show. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, but that, that's that's my final take on uh, so, Mr. Morale and the Big I Steppers. I will end with this. The people who are arguing about, is this a, arguing with the people who are saying, hey, it's not a good, not a great album. It's mid, whatever, and you're not allowing them to just be who they are. You're kind of going against everything that he's talking about in the album. So I got to question you. Did you listen at the album? He puts out the image on N95, come floating on water, walking on water. He don't do that. He don't walk on water. He's not your savior. Like yeah. Everything that he put out ain't going to be for everybody. Right. He says that. Right. He says every celebrity is not speaking, you know, it's not genuine. So, like, you ain't got to like everything they do. Yeah. It, you still appreciate everything else. So, so if you're arguing with people about this album, I, I beg, did you really listen at the album? Hey, <laughs> did man, you some people argue to argue. Saying? Some people argue to argue. And then unless I personally know you, man, like, I can't, I don't really have these type of debates online. I, I get it. You know what I mean? I just don't have the time to have long drawn out debates on on social media about music, especially with people I don't know. I I like to have healthy conversations, but at a certain point, it's like you have your your thought process or your your take on an album. I have my take. We're not gonna agree. So if you feel like it's mid, then it's mid. I'm not trying to change your mind. I don't not trying to get you to like my favorite artist. I'm not trying to get you to see my point of view, but I do like to hear why you. F- why you feel it's mid. So if I ask, why do, why do you think it's mid? I genuinely want to know. I want you to articulate yourself the same way we we do. You know what I mean? I think that's the healthy conversation. And then at that point, I know whether to follow you or not. Because if you can convey your thoughts and I'm like, okay, I can respect that. I see where you're coming from. But some people don't even want to do that. This is trash. It's mid. And, and that'd be it. <laughs> you know what I'd be like? I, I can separate. I can separate, separate the two and, and separate like that. this for what it is, and like the, like another song for what it is, and like one album for what it is, and like another. But like if you were sitting there, like I'm, I I do get the people point. If somebody sat there and asked me what song on here is better than Johnny P's Caddy, I'm out. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode one sixty one. Mr. Prez trying to start some shit. So I'm out. I'm out, y'all. This was a, this was a good time, man. This was a good time. Let, let us know if y'all prefer. You don't want to answer that question, Cash? La, la, la. Which song was better than Johnny <laughs> Caddy? We can address it on the mid-year wrap-up, man, in June. All right. All right. Peace.